on today's episode of drunk dudes talking wrestling uh i don't have a microphone because my headphones are really messed up um so i'll have to get some headphones within the next week uh so that i actually have a microphone that's not my laptop microphone next week but we are talking payback beer ratings as well as all out beer ratings we've also got you know the cm punk stuff there's more with that hopefully we won't ever have to talk about cm punk again i mean i'm sure we will but there's that and then there's the weekly recap we finally don't have to do predictions i feel like this is the first week in what seems like forever that we're not doing predictions for a pay-per-view but we made it Wait, are we retroing next week i think we might be oh my god i'm so excited i miss retros and then oh next week is the Royal Rumble 2001. Royal Rumble. I mean, that's going to be a blast. Uh, the problem is finding time to watch it now that it's football season. Mm-hmm. So we will, we'll see what happens there. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DDT WrestlePod. You guys ready to go? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Let's go. Welcome into episode 119 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I'm Dylan. I'm joined by Joe and Chad. And CM Punk got fired. All right. Yeah, I did. Let's get right into it. Uh, Joe, scale of one to ten, how happy are you? Like a like only like an eight. Only an eight. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's pretty. I feel like that's that's pretty high. I feel like I'm at like a six or a seven. Yeah. Chad. I mean. Oh. It's crazy to think, like, was it two years ago we, we got him back and how excited all of us were all the time? I was time. so excited. And then Brawl Out happened and we were all like, fuck that guy. And then we kind of, like, everyone except me, like, lightened up on him a little bit. And now now we're all the way back to fuck that guy. Yeah, I mean, he he's just the worst, maybe not human being in the world. I mean, I just saw a post about all this uh, Danny Masterson stuff. I'm, you know, CM Punk's probably a little bit better than that new danny masters and stuff didn't that happen like years ago i didn't know about sentenced today i think he was sentenced today okay i didn't even know i didn't even know about it though so it was everything was news to me um i would say cm punk's probably a better person than that did you say 30 years 30 years 30 to life is what he got that's fucking insane forcible rape of two women gets 30 years to life yeah no, like I'm fine with it. It's just like that's a long time. I mean, fuck them. Yeah, yeah. true. Well, um, like not literally. <laughs> um, 
All right, CM Punk. Uh, where do we start here? Do we start with Tony Khan on Saturday, or do we save that for Collision? Um, do we start with what's the what's the future hold for CM Punk? Uh, I feel like that's like the two biggest things to talk about here. I, th- I think I'll talk to the second topic. I don't think there is one in a major company after this. Like I know the internet's gonna think he's a WWE guy for like the longest time, but if we go back to like a few months ago when he tried to like show up to an event. He Triple did. H wanted nothing with it. He wanted nothing about that. I don't. I just don't foresee it after this being the reason why he was fired that he shows up in a company like WWE. Apparently, Impact is very interested. Okay, but I don't think he'll go Impact. You know, I don't either. Um, if no, he goes you to don't Impact. Think a if he goes to Impact, that's like the most desperate move of all time. Actually, I mean, he he doesn't need the money, so maybe maybe it's just for his love of the game. I doubt it. Hi, Chad's kids. They said hello. They said hi. <laughs> um. So yeah, there, there's a lot of talks of him potentially going back to WWE. I I agree with Chad and Joe. I, I or both of you. I, I I don't see it happening. Um. I think the I think the better question is is this the lat is all in the last time we ever see him wrestle? And I think it's yes. Yeah, I give it. I would agree. I I guess I give it seven years. <laughs> There's no way, dude. Seven, he comes back again after another seven years. Yeah. And only Khan forgives him in seven years and he shows up at all in in seven years. And this time he only lasts a week. Is <laughs> he is he tied for the most reigns as AEW world champion? Yes. Yeah. Well, he's got, yeah, he, I think he's a three time no, AEW champ. Him and Mox are two time, I thought. Yeah, I mean, there's really I no. Mox, no, Mox is a three time. Um, so I yeah, guess he's not. He, I guess he's not tied. Yeah, I think uh, Mox has three. Okay, so that, he's a he's then. a two time AEW champion and a one time real world champion. Yeah, um, we're gonna we're not <laughs> talk about that championship ever again because this uh, is over. Luckily, we don't have to because that match was last weekend or two weekends ago. So, oh yeah. Um, what was the other thing that I want? Oh, should we save the Tony Khan stuff for collision or no? I I mean, we could talk about it now. I personally, I have disclaimer. Um, I had a heck of a weekend last weekend. Joe was there. He can vouch for me. Uh, didn't watch a lot of wrestling this week. What the fuck? I watched all SmackDown. I watched all of Raw. This is a wrestling podcast. Look at all these notes. Do I know what happened in every show? Yeah. Okay. Tell me what match opened NXT. I can tell you which one. No, 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 Chad, that doesn't count. That doesn't fucking count. No, apparently it was a pretty good episode. Also, I have a note for NXT, so. but that's based on what I saw on social media. Yeah, wasn't wasn't it one of the? Uh, it was one of the uh, tournaments to nope. determine. Nope. No, no, that was dynamite. <laughs> no, NXT's got a tournament going on too. Yeah, they got the yeah they have the heritage tournament. The, the, I almost said Gold Rush. Butch anyway. was there. Um, we're getting way off topic of CM Punk. Does anyone have anything else for CM Punk? Um, I don't know. I'm just excited to see his next UFC match. Are you though? I saw a picture of him at a he did a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu tournament this weekend or something like that, and he lost every match he had. Yeah, he's not good at it's fake awesome. fighting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish these were just jokes. He's not really good at any kind of fighting. Let's just leave he's it. Not at good that. at anything he does except talking. He's a uh, he bitch. was a good wrestler seven, eight, nine years ago. 
Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. All Moving right. on. <laughs> then. Um, couple quick hitters from the notes um, or from the news. Uh, Thunder Rosa could be returning soon after 13 months out. Um, nice. And Becky Lynch passport issues for India. Yep. She's not going to be in India. And John Cena will be there, though. John Cena will be there. From, word on the street is India is pissed. Really? About Becky Lynch? No, I mean, some people are sad from what I saw on Twitter, but mm. not pissed. I lied about that. Pissed? I don't know. I I gave my... I, I talked about Becky Lynch last week and how I thought she was stale. Did you? Yeah, when it came to the steel cage match predictions, which... Uh, we'll, oh. we'll get to that here very shortly, because that's the first match of the... Of I'm a little upset because I didn't get that one right, and it cost me the belt. As we've talked about, Dylan, I don't remember predictions. I don't know why. I might have had a concussion or something. You drank too much. Yeah, you were really drunk for last week's episode. That's your opinion. (laughs) Joe was like, I I forget what match it was for All Out, but I was like, there there was a match for All Out that I told him about on Sunday when he was up here, and he was like, did we we predict that already? I was like, yeah. (laughs) I wish I could remember which one it was. It's probably all of them. Yeah, I might pretty much. Yeah. Um, okay. That's it for the news. Let's get into payback. <laughs> payback beer ratings. Does anybody have signs? I have one. I didn't write down signs. Nah. Joe, do you, Joe, do you have any signs? No. Nah. India's signs suck. India's. No, it wasn't in India. It was in Chicago. What the shit? We were talking about India. Sorry. Payback was in it also Pittsburgh, was not in Chicago. It was in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Oh, I thought we were talking about the other show. Never mind. So not only was Joe really drunk uh, the other sh- week's recording, he was also very drunk for Payback and All Out. That as, is not true. As was I. That's a fucking lie. You were very drunk for Payback. I don't think that's true either. Joe, what, I was, woke- Joe, what was the main event of Payback? Main event of Payback. Tell me what I'm telling Seth lies. Rollins versus Nakamura. I was tired. Joe was very t- Joe, we had sleepy Joe on Saturday. So I drove all day. He was yeah, he was he was lively for Sunday. I will give him Sleepy Joe became sleepy Joe. I reject your reality and replace it with one of my own. Just real Okay, so the first match of payback. Uh, you guys keep was... talking. I just realized that there's some headphones here that Cam uses. I'm gonna try and put them on and see what Okay. <laughs> um so we started off payback with the Trish versus Becky steel cage match joe uh did you think this was really good yeah i actually did i thought this was the best cage match i've watched uh on wwe programming in a very long time yeah it was extremely entertaining there were twists there were turns the only problem that i have and i know dylan liked it is how the match ended i thought in in my in my opinion the only way you should ever end a steel cage match is escaping the cage yeah, and Dylan's the one who likes the pinfalls in Dylan, the cage. Dylan right? likes the pinfalls, yeah. If his microphone or headphones worked, he would uh he would let us he loves when they pinfall in the cage, but no, I, I actually did like like the ending routine. Um but yeah, I mean save that save that ending for one that doesn't have a cage around it. I thought that um did she like the, the pictures of Trish Stratus's body after this match? Like mm, like the amount of oh. like bruises and scars and cuts yeah, I did, and I did, her, I did uh, her welt on her dome. I, right thought on the... you, I thought you meant have I seen a picture of her body since the match happened? I mean, yeah. Yes and yes. Holy uh, shit. 
I mean, have you seen the picture of all the bruises and scars and welts and everything else she suffered in this match? Yeah, she got pretty beat up. I I had super low expectations. Um, this far surpassed them all. I enjoyed the shit out of this match. I I also did, even though um oh by the way, the the headphones didn't work. Um so yeah. Uh I mean Becky won my entire predictions. I don't know, my, like my entire weekend's worth of predictions fell on this match and it didn't go my way. I still ended up tied at the end, I'm pretty sure, with Chad. Um, but who's the champion? You are. Oh, so yet again, you're not the champ? Yet again, we have a, we have a it, paper it, champ. Yeah, but there's a problem. And I'll tell you what the problem was, Chad. It's because Joe forgot to bring the belt up here. Oh, Joe. If Joe would have brought the belt, matter. if Joe would have brought the belt, I would have won. Something I doubt that highly. Something else would have happened. If Chad didn't change his picks, like all of his picks, Chad he changed a lot two of picks. picks. Two picks. It's not my fault that I was had the time to watch Collision and y'all didn't. I watched. Actually, I didn't watch Collision. <laughs> I had the time to watch Collision. I chose not to. Yeah, well, that's your own fault because it was very obvious on Collision that Luchasaurus was winning the match. Not the point here. Um. All, all I want to say is I feel like this is like 2013 WWE because it's uh, John Cena and Randy Orton just changing the title back and forth between me and Joe. And Dylan, you're everyone else on the roster. Well, do you remember what happened a little bit after 2013? What, John Cena won it some more? No, yeah, the, next year, the next year was 2014 when Daniel Bryan won the, the championship at WrestleMania. So yeah, because that that title reign lasted a long time. I guess that's me. Well, hopefully, I just don't get super concussed. Well, uh, even if you win it in a big time event, you know you'll lose it not long after. A guy can dream. A guy can dream. Yeah, a guy can dream. Uh, point being, Becky Lynch wins after Zoe Stark interference. She manhandles slams Trish Stratus off the uh corner of the ring, uh, down to the mat. Mm-hmm. And this match got five and a quarter beers. And I don't know if you heard me, Dylan, but I told Joe I thought this was the best cage match I've watched in WWE in a very long time. With um, the exception of Hell in a Cell or including No, Hell not Cell? including Hell in a Cell. No, like the Drew and Bobby Hell in a Cell or like the Cody, Seth, Bell, Hell in a Cell. There were some really good Hell in a Cells. But like straight cage matches. I can't remember one better than this in a long time. Yeah. What was even the last cage match? I feel like it was an NXT. I don't remember. Am I crazy? I, don't, I can't I, remember a good cage match. Like the last cage match I remember like really enjoying was the Bucks versus the Lucha Bros, but that's not WWE. So, yeah. Um, Zoe Stark, I mean, we can get back into this on when we talk about Raw, but like there's a big change coming with Zoe Stark, I think. Is she turned on Trish at the end of this match? Yeah, well, it was like it was like post-match. Yeah. She hit the Z360 on her, right? Yep. So... Uh, we'll talk about that more when we get to Raw. Uh, next was uh, Miz versus LA Knight. John Cena, who was on SmackDown the night before, which we won't really talk about much when we get to SmackDown, but he became the ho- on SmackDown, he became the host of Payback. And during this, or right before this match came on, he inserted himself as the special guest referee of this match between The Miz and LA Knight. Um, yeah, I mean, what what is there to say about this? I have a I have a this quote. Good. I have a quote. Oh, a quote. Interesting. Do you want the Miz quote or the Joe quote? Both. Ooh. Which one do you want first? 
The Miz. Okay. Um, this is when The Miz came out and told John Cena, you're almost 50 years old and still dressing like a Teletubby. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. And the Joe quote said, Miz is getting titties. <laughs> it's not quite Maurice, it's not quite Maurice level, but he's getting there. Oh no, those were huge. Uh I don't really have a lot of notes for any, <laughs> yeah, there's any match after the first one. Um uh I thought the Miz versus LA and I was good. Uh the John Cena referee involvement definitely added a a level to it. I think the only thing that it did for me specifically, though, was prove that LA Knight's not a pure baby face, kind of like he's almost like a tween that the fans love because he like got into it a little bit with Cena in the match, like was he- hesitant like, to shake his hand at the end. That kind of stuff is expected, though, between both competitors in a special guest referee match, face or heel. That's true. I didn't really see it that way. Like, I didn't see it as a tweener. He is, in my opinion, I thought he was just a a bold face, baby face. I did see news today that LA Knight is rumored to have signed a new deal and that in the deal they said he would be the number one baby face on SmackDown, like on the backstage rankings. Interesting. You know how they like have the the yeah. tiers backstage who's the not top appeals and whatever. Apparently LA Knight is currently gonna be the number one baby face on SmackDown right now. I mean it would have to be John Cena for these next couple months though, because John Cena's back. I and mean, I think that's the whole point of what they did with LA Knight in this match was actually to put LA Knight over John yeah, that's Cena. True. I think that's the whole point of what they did. They didn't put him over John Cena. He's a ref. He's already on SmackDown, right? He's a SmackDown ref. Yeah, LA Knight is a yeah, SmackDown LA. guy. It's weird because Miz is raw. Yeah, but more to come on people tra- transitioning shows. Well, payback is. I'm down for LA Knight to show up on any show. Payback's matter. the one one time a year that Raw and SmackDown talents go head to head. So, um, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah think- forget Sunday Stunner. Yeah. <laughs> um. Either way, Miz and LA Knight got two and a quarter beers. Uh. Yep. Next was Rey Mysterio versus Austin Theory. This um, match was forgettable. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was bad. I just wouldn't say it was good. Why it do was I? A, why do I have a note about what Joe said? What PWO? What? Where was PWO on this on the show? Oh, they wore PWO shirts out, not LWO shirts. It's oh, it's World, World Order. Chad, what do you think Joe said PWO stood for? Oh, I don't <laughs> want to even guess what P stood for here. Um, Knowing Joe, it. Penis World Order. No, uh, think think of the female. Well, that's fine. Uh, I knew that was the answer. I just didn't okay. want to say it out loud. So, uh, that water organization. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Pussy? Pussy yeah. water? Pussy water organization. You cannot call this episode that. We cannot <laughs> do that. that. I know what you're thinking. You cannot call this episode the Pussy Water Organization episode. I called last week's episode Dinosaur. What's the stop? It's a great title. It was. I told I was telling Joe this past week and I was like, I remember when we were recording, I was like, boom, that's the episode title. And I didn't say anything about it. And I was like, I'll remember that when I'm record or when I'm editing. And then I'm editing and I'm like three quarters of the way through it. And I'm like, oh, my God, did I miss it? And then out of nowhere, Joe is just like dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) It makes it so much funnier now because he was basically on a on the verge of a brownout slash blackout because he doesn't remember making predictions at all. 
And I think that's when we were talking about Luchasaurus versus Darby Allen. Yeah, it was. So you just shouted that at us. Dinosaur. So aggressive. <laughs> um uh, it was so good though. The only other note I had for Rey Mysterio versus Austin Theory is that this was another Rey Mysterio uh match that was sponsored by Cinnamon Toast Crunch. CTC. Yeah. That's really all I had. Rey Mysterio won and it was kind of boring. Is that what you thought, Chad? Yeah, I I can't get it. I can't get behind an Austin Theory match, it seems like ever. They're all bad. He's not great. He's not great. And it's kind of uh I don't know, frightening for WWE's future because he's probably a big part of their future. Hopefully but he, he gets not, better. He's not that good. He's not bad. I he's can't not... remember a single Austin Theory match that got above, like, I don't know, a beer and a half. He's, yeah, he's, like, it'd be it'd be a different story if he was, like, having these four, four-and-a-half-star, five-star matches and they were getting like, oh, two, two and a half beers, because that's happened before, like a singles match that just doesn't have a ton of pins or chops or whatever. Um, but he is just not having good matches. And you know what Austin Theory really needs? Not good. You know what Austin Theory really needs is the the same thing that Ricky Starks and uh, Orange Cassidy got this weekend, a rub from someone like Brian Danielson. Or John Moxley. Well, we gave that to Austin Theory at Mania in the most boring Mania match. Yeah, he beat John Cena. Yeah, but before John Cena stopped showing up, except for special events, everyone hated John Cena. Yeah, but you're saying we need someone that's like respectable. Yeah, in the wrestling community. Well, not 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 just respectable because John Cena is obviously respected within the community, but respected. As a great wrestler, John Cena is not like not a great wrestler. He's a great sports entertainer, one of the best. That's fair. So, need, like, I what's, honestly what's think your suggestion. My my honest suggestion is Austin Theory leaves the company and that won't happen and goes to AEW. That's not and, and gets with someone like that. You don't think there's great wrestlers in WWE that he could have a match? I with? do, but but I don't think WWE is going to give us that match. I'm trying to think like my thought was like, like who could realistically put him over right now that Gunther first person. No, the first person that came to mind was edge, but he had that match. Didn't he? I don't think so. The theory of Grayson Waller had that match. Oh, you're right. You're right. But like, yeah, no, that's, that's a good point though. It needs to be really good. Like he needs to, he needs to fight someone that's a really good wrestler and have a really good, at least four star match with a really good wrestler. Yeah, uh, and that's D- that's exactly what he needs. But WWE Even, doesn't really have anyone else. Like G- Johnny or Johnny Gargano can take it out of him. But uh, they, they also need to have the star power. So like G- Gable could have done it too, but Gable's not up there yet. Um, I I can't think of a s- singles wrestler that's a face that's on that level that would be like, oh shit, I can't believe Austin Theory just won that match. Except for Edge, because Edge is probably at the point of his career where he's putting everyone over, except he's probably done, so or close to it. I don't know. The only other person that comes to mind is Rollins or Rhodes, and he's not beating Cody. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. So, yeah. Uh, Ray versus Theory got a beer, um, and then we get to the wild Sammy Owens versus Judgment Day. Uh, This was the uh, Steel City Street fight. 
Um, let's see. My notes are Penguins jersey, unprotected trash can shots. Um, Swanton through the table looked rough. Oh, dude, he landed on his fucking tailbone. Oh, yeah, that, that didn't look good. On the concrete. That definitely didn't feel good. And then my next the, my next note was, this was fucking awesome. This was really good. Yeah. yeah. I was fully invested in this match. Um, Outcome, a big surprise. Shocking. I, I mean, looking back on it now, it does make sense that, like, all the Judgment Day was definitely there to, like, come in there and distract, and none of us thought of that. It being a street fight, like, how did we not see, like, oh, yeah, like, Sub will come out there, Rhea will come out there, hell, even JD will come out there, all of them did, and then Kevin Owens and Sam Bain had nobody to come out there for them. It was just rough. Yeah, and I'll be all, they put on some awesome moments, the the swan talk, like you mentioned, the the trash can shots, uh, the table spots, the Rhea spearing Kevin Owens through a barricade, spot um the the multiple false finishes near the end where they they faked us that sammy was going to pin finn and then pin finn was going to pin sammy that went back and forth multiple times with finishers involved and haluva kicks and coup de grace yeah it was awesome and then the ending just made sense uh i think kevin owens is still like dealing with some injury issues you think so? They, it was his ribs last time. So, I mean, that could make sense. But, like, I also think, like, it could make sense that it was kind of just time for them to give it up. Because, I mean. It it didn't look like he was dealing with an injury during this match. Because the team, took some fucking bumps. The teams that they have coming up, New Day's back, Drew and Riddle, which I don't think. I don't think that's a thing. I, I Yeah, I don't think that's going to last. And Wait, then. Is, isn't Xavier hurt again? It's just for a little bit, but yes. Minor injury. And then the Street Profits, who we still don't really know if they're going to be face or heel. Oh, uh, on this topic, I saw that they have the new tag team titles backstage, and they are ready to finally split these things up. Split them up or put them together? No, they're going to make a new one and give them to the Judgment Day and make them like the the World Tag Team Championships or something. And then make the WWE Tag Team Championship tournament or something happen on SmackDown. See, I'm okay with their only being one set of tag tag champs. No, I I hate that. No, tag it, team title matches are like one of my favorite things on the card. Yeah, and same, to same. only have one belt means the entire other co- like roster is missing out on a title. That's not, not true. If, not if the champs go back and forth between brands. Like it, it would actually make sense since the Judgment Day already goes in between brands all the time. Yeah, but so you're thinking the, the Judgment Day holds this a long time? I don't think. I so. don't think though. So I, it, you think it, like if the Viking Raiders or like the New Day take this, they're gonna move back and forth? I don't know about that. The thing is, is if they split them up, then like it's your. You're gonna get so many fucking rematches because they don't have that many tag teams, or at least that many relevant. Exactly. If they split the titles up, the fucking hit row is gonna be tag champs at some point. Or you're going to get makeshift tag teams winning it, or yeah. challenging like Riddle and like fucking you... Drew. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I that, don't like that. That tag team sucks. Well, I have a theory on that whole thing, but we'll wait till Raw to get to that. Ooh. Point being, I know that there is a set of tag team titles that have been made and they are backstage and at some a point set. they are going to a set. You there, know, there was uh, on Twitter. I saw 
the article. It was from a reputable source. It wasn't zero news that said that like had a picture of what they even kind of looked like. And it was like, these are backstage waiting for the fucking chance to debut and combine the titles into one. I just thought that automatically meant that they were going to fucking make other ones in the other show because it's what Yo, they've done with everything else. One. I think that's what they should do. I'm with Joe. Um, this tag team title match got seven and a quarter beers, very high up. Uh, and then we got the Grayson Waller effect with Cody Rhodes. And the big piece of news here, Jey Uso is back and he is a member of the Raw roster. Despite More to come on that. He, despite the fact that he quit WWE. He didn't just quit yeah. SmackDown, he quit WWE. That's true. I but, think that this is just a ploy to break this bloodline monotony for like six months and then right before Mania have the Usos start their rivalry with each other and uh, we get Jimmy versus Jay at Mania. Or Survivor mm-hmm. Series. I think it's going to be a long time. I think they're going to save that for Mania. You don't think they're going to be on different ends of the like Raw te- Raw team and SmackDown team? No, I don't think they're going to they're going to be a part of. Are we doing Raw versus SmackDown Survivor Series? I don't even know. That. I hope so. That's I heard best. they're not bringing War Games back. So yeah, I did see that. Which that really sucks. Who knows? I um, think you got to have the right environment for War Games. I don't think you can just do it any year. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next is Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Rodriguez for the uh, women's world championship. Um, I don't really know if I want to say my quote from that wasn't from the match, but from the room I was sitting in. It's kind of <laughs> I don't. Joe, do you remember the quote with with what with regards to Rhea? Oh yeah, I do. And you and Kevin talking about her? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Kevin said the bad thing. I just said what we were all overthinking. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so I'll just say it. Fuck it. <laughs> no one's Kevin. listening. Kevin's not on the show. Uh, Kevin said about Rhea Ripley, dude, she would rape me. To which Joe replied, no, because at the end, you would say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lanta. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, episode title. <laughs> no, no. Oh, that's bad. Oh, man. I do want to applaud you real quick, Dylan. Tell me when uh, I'm telling lies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would start off immediately saying I'm okay with this. Um, oh, God, thank you. Uh, I want to give you a shout out because you picked an abnormal blood pick for Payback and Rhea Ripley in a non, just a one-on-one match, but like her lip bled exactly like you said it would. Like You're, something... Yeah, my reasoning for it, I was like, I feel like they're going to go. They're just going to beat the, the shit out of each other. And they're gonna, it's going to be a physical match. And I wanted to go something off the wall because I don't think you guys got your blood for Payback, right? I don't think so. No, because I picked like the only person in the Judgment Day match that didn't bleed in Sami Zayn. Yeah. I think I chose Joe Valor. No. No, I chose Becky. Becky. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I I mean, there we go. I appreciate it, Chad. Yeah. Um, Shout out. And then the only other note that I have for this match was uh, Kevin asked Joe how he would review the pay-per-view without notes. What's that? I said, here we are. I said, Kevin asked you, it was when Kevin asked you how you were going to review the pay-per-view on the show without notes. And I said, here we are. Yeah. I remember things. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. That's what I tried to tell him. He was like, how's he going to do that? And I was like, Joe, remembers, I- Joe remembers a lot of shit. You don't need to worry about him taking notes. 
And the also notes like the little bits that you do remember, if it is just a little bit and not the entire thing, it's like the perfect little, like you always remember the shit that we forget. That to you'll forget. About. Yeah. Yeah. So, so actually fuck you, Kevin. <laughs> right? That's what I was trying to get at. <laughs> That's all I wanted there. All right. Uh, this got a beer and a quarter. Uh, I concur. Okay. That's what I wrote down. Um, my, uh, so the next match was Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura in the main event, um, for the world heavyweight championship. And my only note was no idea on this rating. I was very drunk slash high. Well, you weren't supposed to say that, dude. No, I don't remember anything from this match. So you were just, you were just very drunk. You were just I seriously drunk. don't remember this match at all. Did not go back and watch it either. Oh, it was a banger, dude. It was like 25 minutes long. It was like a slow build kind of banger. Like uh, the psychology of like Shinsuke throughout the match was like there and enjoyable. And uh, I really like this. And I'm glad that they're kind of continuing at least for one more pay-per-view. Yeah. I mean, we saw that. Dylan Dylan said I was sleepy throughout the entire pay-per-view, but it was really just this match. I fell asleep during this match. It was. It was literally, and so did he. So no, I didn't fall asleep. I just don't remember anything about it because I was very, very fucked up. Um. So yeah, I'm excited for the next one. Hopefully, it's as good because I don't remember anything about this one. So I got two beers. Apparently, is what Chad said. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And payback ended with 19 total beers. Uh, I think that's how math works. All right. I want to point one thing out. Uh, at the end of this match card, uh, Sam was in the lead. That's true. She was. And yeah, I. And she's really upset that this is the one weekend where we had to do double predictions because she thought she had won the belt after payback. Uh, <laughs> make sure you call her a silly goose. Yeah, that'll silly never. Goose. That'll never happen. Dylan <laughs> told me to call you a silly goose. She said, fuck you. Ow. I didn't even go explicit there. I called her a silly goose. Yeah, well, she's upset, okay? And she has every right to be. She was winning. Was. Yeah, well, uh, I won the belt, so. At least it's in your house. Hasn't even been in my house since <laughs> WrestleMania. It's not. It's it, hasn't a shows. it hasn't even existed at my house since WrestleMania. <laughs> all right. Let's get into all out. Um, do we have signs? <laughs> no. No, I also didn't write down signs for this one. Okay. Um, I have five signs. I'll just go rapid fire. Um, the first one is Judas is my sign. Yeah, I saw that one. I like that one. Okay. Um, Soraya calls fries chips. Oh, yeah. She ripped that sign up. <laughs> uh, the other one said house of ass. That's funny. Uh, another one said Tony Khan just cured cancer. Oh, Ooh. yeah. I remember. Yeah, I, I think I pointed that one out to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Christian, father of the year. <laughs> Is he a dad? Yeah, his daughter was on collision a few weeks back. Yeah, I remember he took oh. the belt from her. That was like his actual daughter. That wasn't just some random girl. <coughs> Silly goose. His, his quote-unquote daughter, or his quote-unquote title. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. it's actually his daughter. I have an opinion before we start the show. Go okay. ahead. I think I enjoyed this one better than a lot of the recent AEW pay-per-views, and here's why. It reminded me of the old school, like, first couple year AEW shows. Very little build, great matchups, 
super entertaining. Like, yeah, there's a couple of matchups that had good build to them, but like it was really just 50 50, like hard to predict booking, good matchups, not like these overblown up storylines that last for six fucking months. Because I don't care when I see the same faction say, fight the same faction for six fucking months that they're now in a stadium stampede. Well, yeah, you know what I mean? It's not just that I don't like factions. It's just that like they they really overdo storylines in AEW sometimes. No, I especially I in their rivalries. I agree that this was the best AEW pay per view in a while. Really? Um, yeah, I really enjoyed the shit out of the show. What about it was better than All In? I think the you- pageantry of All In was bigger, and I think there were some really good matches on All In. But I can't remember being as like invested in All In as I was in some portions of All Out. Yeah, like okay, yeah, I get that. Um, it was it was mostly just one match that really blew it out of the water, and it just brought the quality up. Yeah, are you talking about All In? No, All Out. I mean, all 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 in all, like all the matches were pretty good. Most of the matches were pretty good, but there was one match that that I think just like brought the level of the pay per view up an entire letter. Oh, I have what two. About, I have two. What about what about the all out versus payback conversation? Well, I also thought I, payback was a very good payback WWE. Was show. Very good, especially for a B rated pay per view. Yeah, I was for what payback is. I wasn't expecting it to be good at all, but it was really it, good. It was actually just a good wrestling weekend. I think payback might have been better. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I really enjoyed All Out. That's all I was my. That's really my only point here. Not I to think, compare the two or do anything, but really, yeah. Just say, I, I don't think we have wrestling to say weekend was which awesome. one was better, but I agree with I agree with both of you. Okay. All right. Um, let's get into the first match, which my first note was missed the first two matches, basically. So was the first match the acclaimed versus Sotnam? No. Okay. No. The battle royale for charity was the first one. Oh, yeah. Where the only thing I remember 20 unannounced that. person got put in a battle royale, and right off the bat, Joe couldn't win this match because he picked somebody not even in the match. That is true about me. I gotta um, be honest. Uh, when Chad <laughs> picked Hangman, I picked Hangman because Chad picked Hangman. Yeah, that's true. I almost picked Hangman because Chad picked Hangman, dude. And then I didn't I, pick Hangman because Chad picked Hangman. Do you you know how this happened? They said that there's 20 people on in the match, and they're not going to announce any of them. So I went to the AEW men's roster website, and I scrolled until I found someone that I thought was going to win, and almost like the first or second person on there was Adam Page. And I was like, man, sounds good enough for me. Yeah. Holy shit. Luck of the draw. Imagine if he didn't. I mean, it wouldn't have mattered if he didn't. But it was a good pick. Yeah. He won. He got a he last eliminated. Oh, who was it? Oh fuck. Who was last eliminated? Brian Cage. Yep, thank you. Which uh, reminded me of their old they had a pay-per-view match way back in the day that was really good. Page and it was uh, it was they opened a show. Oh yeah, Page versus Cage. It was double or nothing 2020. Remember it like that was, it was a great good. match. That was a great match. And uh that reminded got, me of that, but maybe got three and a half, maybe three and a quarter beers. Yeah, he and he donated the the charity money to Chicago schools or something like that. Chicago, Chicago. like teachers association or school education. Yeah. Pretty lame Chicago charity, inner city schools. But... Yeah. Uh all right. Um was there one after that before the acclaimed match? Sheeta? No. Yes, Sheeta, the three on three women's Sky match. Blue and uh, Willow, Willow Nightingale. Okay, I Willow, really, I really Sheeta, and Sky. 
versus Athena, Mercedes Martinez, and Diamante. I know the faces won. They yep, did. So the Battle Royale got 2.75 beers, and this got 1.75 beers. I have really no notes other than the faces won, and this was obvious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a bad match. It was it was fun. Yeah, it was okay. It was a pre-show match. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of pre-show matches, Dylan, do you want to announce the next match? I think the next match might have been the acclaimed versus Satnam Singh, Jay Lethal, and Jeff Jarrett. Yep. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I was very excited because my favorite wrestler, uh, Satnam Singh, was in it. Oh, I thought you were going to say Dennis Rodman. Oh yeah, the worm. <laughs> it was the the I the one quote I had was I bet the worm's been to a few scissor scissor parties before. Said Nigel McGuinness. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, that's uh, a sex joke. Dennis Rodman did interfere. He hits Jeff Jarrett with his own guitar, and and then he that's... stood in the ring and didn't get out. Yeah, pretty much he... like right in front of Aubrey too, right? Yeah, Aubrey's a terrible ref. I mean, Aubrey, I think was distracted, but she shouldn't have been because she was looking at him while it happened. She's yeah, no, it was like it was ridiculous. She was like purposefully not looking at him and was like trying to stay out of the ring for so long, but she had no reason to keep doing that. And then she basically watched him hit the other guy with the with the guitar. And then he stood there and she just like let it happen. It was bad. It yeah. just was not a great match. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like she has for some reason feuded with these people before. And because of that. Uh, just wasn't doing a good job as a non-biased referee. I mean, I'm pretty sure she has a one and career record. Okay, against this pe- these people. Was this the match that started with a different referee? Yeah, and someone... Bryce Rimsburg was out there. Yeah, they sent him back to the back and brought on Aubrey. Yeah, they said I have we have our own referee, and Which Aubrey is super came weird. Out. Like, why does Aubrey Edwards need to be the ref? Because. Because they're the champs. She's got the shit with, and she has the shit with Karen Jarrett. Karen, a real Karen. I don't know. Seems kind of fishy to me. Obviously, that's the whole point of it, Dylan. <laughs> you cannot stupid, call women. Fishy. You stupid idiot. Um. All right, Chad. Uh, what did what did Chad? <laughs> Why did you say that, Chad? The next match. <laughs> Wait, Chad. The faces won, and it got two beers. Oh, I almost missed the beer rating. That's hilarious after last week. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we opened the actual show for All Out with Better Than You, Bay Bay versus The Dark Order in what can only be described as a WWE-style tag team championship match. Pretty much. They yeah. pulled the gimmick of one of them gets hurt and gets taken to the back. They sell the MJF neck injury. He goes to the back. Adam Cole gets beat for like 10 minutes. And then MJF comes back, you know, crowd goes wild and MJF hits the double clothesline and the kangaroo kick. And we call it good or yeah. the, the backwards. But what do you think, Chad? I thought it, I thought it was a classic. I a wouldn't classic? say that, but I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed the one at all in. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it as much as I did the one at all in. I don't know. I Adam Cole was awesome in this match. Yeah, Adam Cole did a really. That's probably why I like this one better. Yeah, it, it, it was got a, a better time frame, and it was much more Adam Cole centric. Mm-hmm. I do really like both John uh, Johnny Hungy and Alex Reynolds. They had some good stuff in this match. Clearly, heels was not expecting that, but 
Yeah, I don't really know if I like them as heels. They started as heels. Yeah, I know that. I mean, their gimmick, their like promos recently have told you that they're going to be heels, but I wasn't expecting them to like full blown heel, like attack outside the ring and like evil Uno get involved with like heelish tactics. And I was like, I just wasn't expecting it, but yep. I don't know. Uh, either way, uh, the faces MJF and Adam Cole win with the double clothesline and it got a 1.75 beers. Um, yeah. Then we'll get on to Samoa Joe versus Shane Taylor. Um, so I think the biggest thing that people are talking about after this match was the interaction on the ramp between Samoa Joe and MJF and how it correlated so well to the Samoa Joe in NXT when he did like a Goldberg entrance and MJF was like the security escorting into the ring and he shoved him out of the way and he did the same thing here as he made his entrance at All Out. That's yeah, we'll talk... We can talk more about that when we get to AW, but this is good so far. I like it. I mean, I like them using the the old WWE backstage video of MJF and Samoa Joe on AW television. You know, did they? They didn't use the scene, but they talked about it. Is what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I was about to say. All right. Um, I mean, the the Samoa Joe Shane Taylor, like the match itself, though. I mean, it was just. Big meaty men slapping meat, smoke slapping joke. meat. I mean, we slapped so much meat during this match and during this pay per view. Two matches after this, uh, I mean, it was just a lot of meat slapping in this pay per view. Um, God, slapped my meat to this pay per view. Okay, <laughs> did you really? Episode no. two. Chad <laughs> slapped his meat to all in. All out. All out. Yeah, I was all in with your mom. Bet. Oh, it's so easy though. Uh speaking of easy, smoke yep. one pretty easy here. Um one beer. I thought it was a three quarters of a beer. No, I told you one beer. All right. I clearly did not go back and edit my notes. One beer it is. Moving Dinosaur. on. Dinosaur. Moving on. Uh we had the team yeah. championship match between Darby Allen and Dinosaur. 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 Uh, Chad Chad switched his pick um, before the pay-per-view. Well, after he watched Collision, uh, I guess technically for free. Kind of a bitch move. Um, you do it all the time with Friday Night SmackDown. I do not. I would not say all the time, all the time. you have done it before. Yeah, before. Okay, you're a bitch. Not so I changed my pick to Luchasaurus because it made sense. I have a okay. question. I have a question. I have a note here. In all caps, that says he's a gay dinosaur. Why was that? What? (laughs) I have have no fucking idea why you're saying that. Uh, I think I think Kevin noted that his lips got close to another guy, and he's like, "Oh, he's a gay dinosaur." (laughs) (laughs) I really don't remember. I Um, I think I I remember something about it, but I I think that's what it was. It's like. He got very close, like his mouth got close to another dude's, and he's like, "Oh, he's a gay dinosaur." <laughs> I also have a Joe quote from this match. It was about a guy in the crowd with Darby Allen face paint on, and Joe said, "That guy's never had sex." Jesus, <laughs> stand by that. Um, I do have a question out of this match that has nothing to do with the match, but it was something that I thought of during the show, and I think I talked to Joe about it, maybe very briefly on Sunday, but 
Do we like the AEW stairs being one piece? Yes. Kind. I like that it's different. Chadwick? You're saying like there's not two pieces. Right. There's like one unit. It's all one thing. I didn't like when Darby Allen was underneath it and Luchasaurus walked on Darby Allen via walking on the stairs. That was gross. Yeah. But it wouldn't have allowed the NXT moment from this week to happen if you had had one unit. I will say that. Well, we'll get to but, that. That was, I mean, is is that or was that not the best moment of the week? Uh, I'll reserve until we talk about NXT. Oh, or will Chad, you talk about NXT? Chad, it's a work. Um, uh, okay. Luchasaurus retains, unfortunately. Uh, and this got two beers. Uh, moving on to the next big, big meaty men slap and meat match. Uh, Miro versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Did the crowd uh, chance here? I didn't hear any of them. This was our first Bleacher Report um, freeze of the night. No way. You missed all the meat references from the crowd? Yeah. At one point, they chanted meat forever, like fight forever, but meat forever. That's so awesome. Because they're big, big, sweaty men slapping meat. I love that. So They were much. chanting meat references the whole time. This match was good. Good as shit. Shit is. Hated how it ended, but it was a good match. Lana, uh, CJ Perry. For so, what reason? Um, for sub reasons. Well, the biggest like what reason is like, like, why did they not? I, I just don't understand. Like, why? Was Miro, why? Yeah. Why? Why was he upset? Oh, well, it's to be determined. I'm not very intrigued. I kind of just don't care. She looked good. I didn't think so. Really? Yeah, it's her face. I'm not a big fan of her face. Okay. Okay. Um, I did like the there was a post match respect handshake. I did like that. I will. Well, I'll... then Powerhouse Hobbs immediately attacked him afterwards. But I I liked it. Oh wait, my next note said never mind. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Uh, this got a beer and a half. Big sweaty men slapping meat for a beer and a half. Uh, the next. And then. So the next match, uh, we got my buddy Brooks. Who was here? We had we had five of us here watching football. Slap. We, we were watching the LSU Florida State game and this pay per view. So the other three were mainly watching the football game because they're not wrestling fans. But we got my buddy Brooks very into this Chris Statlander Ruby Soho match <laughs> and made him play the drinking game. And I bet him a hundred million dollars. And Joe was witness to the handshake that Chris Statlander would win the match. So Brooks owes me a hundred million dollars, which is awesome. And also he, you know, like when you're teaching someone the drinking game, they start to catch on to the rules. Well, he was, we, we would tell him like, Oh, you got to drink. That's use, use of the environment. And later, later it'd be another use of the environment drink. And he'd be like, Oh, there it is. Be aware of your surroundings. Oh, the be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> The rest of the night, he was he was pretty into the rest of the pay per view, and he every time that someone would hit the barricade, he's like, "Oh, oh, be aware of your surroundings." <laughs> this this is minutes before he passed out. Yeah, um, he also passed out super early. You should make that the title of this episode, just so that if if Brooks ever makes it real big, where a hundred million dollars is like a drop in the bucket for him, you could be like, "Oh, by the way, remember that time where you bet me a hundred million dollars." I have proof because we talked about it on this episode. 
I also have witnesses. Yeah, but just just as a a reminder, just in case you forget. Oh, you know? I'll, I'll never forget. Yeah, just just in case he's like the next Elon Musk or something or Joe Rogan or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, technically, I did forget from then until now when I looked at my notes. So, I guess it's not that big of a deal to me. I don't. I don't know. I mean, a hundred million dollars would be pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, I agree. Um, Chris Statlander won this match. Any anything to say about the match? Double sub. Okay. Single sub. Uh, it got two and a quarter beers. We'll move Tony on. Tony Storm came out and caused Ruby Soho to lose the match. Um, yep. that happened. Didn't... Chris Statlander. Chris Statlander was wearing Zoolander. Uh. Oh yeah, she was. Uh, ring gear. Oh really? Zoolander. Oh, this is a good one. It was Zoolander themed, and at the at the entrance ramp, I think it was Taz or Excalibur that said she's doing, she's giving us her best blue steel. And Jr. Ooh. said, "What is blue steel? Oh, okay. what does that mean?" JR I'm pretty sure. Up. I'm pretty sure Ben Stiller reacted to her on Twitter about it. Really? I think I saw something about that. Yeah. Pretty cool. Ben Stiller, sup? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck. He's a gay dinosaur. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Let's move on to the strap match that we didn't predict on the show last week, but got made during collision. Uh, Ricky Starks versus Brian Danielson, who is back. Um, this was so good. This was the match that I was talking about. This oh, not even the main event. Holy no. fuck. This and the main event both like together. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. The main event was really good, too. But this is the match I was talking about. So we immediately had Brian Danielson blood, to which Joe, I have a quote from Joe where he said, this is why Nigel McGuinness could never wrestle for AEW. Holy fuck. <laughs> I didn't mean it as a dick move. No, I know. But it's so true. This is That is why. <laughs> Tell Joe when he's telling lies. Okay, the CM Punk gimmick. We're going to keep doing this. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm only I'm I'm bringing up these quotes. Like, does it make Joe look kind of bad? Yeah, no. But also, there it's all truth. And and yeah, does it make him look bad? And you know what, Joe, you're right. No, it doesn't. Except the PWO thing. It's the truth. Yeah, the PWO was. <laughs> it's whatever. Not good. Not good. Uh, this match was amazing, though. I don't have yeah, a, they hit each other so hard. I don't have any notes for it other than the fact that yeah, like the the strap, the strap they they use the strap on to its full extent. Yeah, right. Ricky mean, Starks would hit like three or four times, and they would like kind of make a noise, and then like Brian Daniels would look at him, and then just lay on these like earth shattering fucking sounding right in strap the strap on hits right in the neck too. Yeah, right and the in face. the neck and the yeah. And they would just be so fucking loud. I'm like, God damn, Brian Danielson is beating the shit out of Ricky Starks today. Yeah, Kevin got really into this match and and he was like asking questions and Dylan was like, yeah, Joe doesn't really like this stuff. And I was like, no, this is not the stuff I don't like. It's the fucking skewers in the head that I don't like. And yeah, the pizza skewers, skewers tra- strap-ons, same thing. No, I, no, it's not. This is this was great. Like, it really was. I don't like the light tubes and the skewers and the pizza cutters, but like or the forks. This is, yeah, this is like this was. So you don't like things that like penetrate the skin like, on purpose. Yeah, like purposely penetrate the skin, like a, like a penis. Oh my Jesus! <laughs> no, he's not a gay Joe. Um, 
<laughs> I agree with Joe though. I'm I'm kind of the same boat. I thought this was fucking awesome. I usually don't like the the <laughs> purposely bleed I, things. I don't like deathmatch wrestling. Yeah. I don't like when uh let's let's say uh when someone stabs someone with a fork a million times or when someone lands on a bunch of tacks like when uh, someone uh, staples in, another man's fucking mouth the, shut. Let's say in the blood and guts match when someone gets hit with a fork seven times in a row or and they just don't bleed or the fucking glass like let's lay a whole bunch of glass on the mat and then someone will fall from the top of the cage into the glass Ugh. or the even the, the, the bed i'll wrap the- my hand my i'll wrap my hand in duct tape and then stick my my hand in a bag I of glass that. i liked that i thought it was a good ending to that man the bed of nails from from blood and oh Good. the bed of nails fucked that was gross. I didn't like that at all. Ugh, I got scared every every. The moment. the worst part of that match was the skewers. A hundred percent. Oh, skewers really time. bothered me. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought they were so cute sticking out of his head. You know. <laughs> You're a gay Dylan. <laughs> all right. Um, that got seven point seven five beers, and then we got Eddie Kingston and Katsuyori Shibata versus the BBC. Um, I don't even remember this match. This was kind of just there on this card, honestly. This yeah. also might have been when we were moving downstairs. No, that that was after this match. My oh. only notes for this match was my buddy Nick was wondering where his um, uh, whatever his weed pen was the whole time, and then we found the weed pen. Um, that was basically my notes from this match. We were just looking for Nick's weed pen the whole time, and it was just on the coffee table under a piece of paper. So you missed the whole match. Good. So D- Dylan, honestly, like uh you were getting really upset with him. And this this is like we can cut this. Uh, but you were getting really upset with him. But like I literally the entire time, I didn't know where, where Brooks had put it, but you were like, No, obviously we passed it back to you, you stupid fucking moron. <laughs> like just getting like laying into him really fucking hard about how it was like he obviously lost it. Well, and I like it I had my fault. That's no, I knew it wasn't. I knew it wasn't your fault too. I saw you pass it to Brooks, and Brooks, uh, Brooks took it in his hand, right, and went like like this because he was texting, and like he was going to hit it, but after he finished his text, and then forgot it was in his hand, and then got up to pee, and that must have been when he put it down. And I tried to explain that to you and Nick, but you were just so busy fucking fighting amongst yourselves. Yeah, because uh, he's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that because I know for a fact that even though he's one of my best friends, I know that he'll never hear this. Yeah, because you're going to cut it. I mean, maybe. Um, either way, the tag match uh, got four and a quarter beers. Um, then we did go downstairs, Joe. Right before okay. this uh, Kenny Omega Kanosuke Takeshita match. Um, what the fuck, dude? You know, Kenny Omega has lost six straight pay per view matches. I didn't know that. Not know that. I know. Yeah, so, knew it was two. I looked at. Uh, I saw a post on Twitter today that says the Kenny's on a six match losing streak and our six pay per view match losing streak. And on the other side, the Young Bucks have only won one of their last six pay per view matches. I mean, good for them if if that's what they're looking for is I don't know them to uh, put people over. I mean, putting people over is one thing. Their AEW, their popularity in AEW is huge. Yeah, I want them to win every now and then. I like Kenny a lot. I want Kenny, Kenny to. Kenny's gonna be done soon. I give him I like that. I give him 
three. I give him two more years full time until he's part time. I don't like that at all. I hope it's not true, but that's that's my prediction. Unfortunately, I I don't know. Um, I don't have a whole lot to say about this match because we were switching to downstairs uh, to watch the pay per view, and we missed some of the match. My only uh, my only note from this match was that they were calling. Or so, so they talked a lot about El Generico and how I guess Tenosuke Takeshita, uh, he was either a big fan of, of El Generico or he trained with El Generico and he used the hell of a kick mm-hmm. and the blue thunderbomb. Yeah, he's the, the hell of a kick was of note to me because every time Sami Zayn fucking hits the Luva kick, where he goes, That's so stupid. Why do they call it a hell of a kick? Not why don't they call it a or why don't why do they call it a halluva kick? That's not even a real word. Why don't they say hell of a kick? And Here, I'm like, just oh. watch the match. He's used the blue thunder bomb a lot, but I think this is the first time I've ever seen him use the the. This is the first time I've seen the halluva kick or the hell of a kick. Chad, uh, I was this whole match felt like they were going to set up for the they were trying to set up for Kenny to hit the one wing angel, and like it just never happened. You know, like we kept thinking it was about to happen and then it wouldn't happen and then it wouldn't happen and then it wouldn't happen to catch it in number i think to catch the one and i was like i could not believe it when fucking to catch won this match yeah i i was very wrong about a lot of the uh get right wins yeah i told you the other one though like what was the other get right win you said young bucks were gonna get right with a win yeah and but you there was, call there was a third one you, the bcc match you did get that one right Okay. Okay. BCC versus Kingston and Shibata. Well, um, Kenny versus Take a Shoulda got two and a half beers, and we will move on to Bullet Club Gold versus FTR and the Young Bucks. Um, this is where my notes really start going downhill. Uh, my where you lost the belt. My my biggest note here was that Chicago hates the Young Bucks. Yeah, they really did not like the Young Bucks in Chicago. Yeah, I mean it makes a lot of sense. I mean he the brawl out. But also, it kind of seemed like uh, Chicago hated CM Punk tonight uh, that night too. Hey, I, I got to be honest. I was expecting a lot worse from that Chicago crowd as far as CM Punk stuff and them being really salty about everything. Well, I heard they took the signs away again at the show. So, like, the only person I saw with like a CM Punk thing had a flag. They might have like hidden their outfit or something. Sure, so, like, I didn't see a single CM I Punk didn't... sign or anything. Now, I mean. As we know, like I didn't pay a ton of attention or get a ton of notes or hear a lot of chants, but I didn't hear any CM Punk chants in the whole night. Yeah, I don't remember any either. So that was very surprising to me. And if if there were going to be any, it would have been this match or the Kenny match or just at the beginning of the show when the pyro went off. But they just didn't do it. It was I mean, it was very it was kind of wild. Um Chad, what do you have to say about this match other than, you know, you got it right and this won you the belt? Switchblade Jay White. You never go against him. You can. I mean, he's literally my favorite thing in AEW right now. I love Switchblade Jay White. I like Cardblade. Cardblade's awesome. Juice (laughs) Robinson looking like the fucking uh, serial commercial commercial guy. He's 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 the honeycomb mascot. Honeycomb, that's the one. And then. The guns actually really impressed me in this match. The guns were awesome in this match. Yeah, they've been really. I think the guns are getting. Yeah, they're getting way better. I mean, 
makes a lot of sense. There are, I mean, they put them in the right matchups to make them better. Who's who's better right now? The guns or Austin Theory? The guns by far. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I loved easy, them in this match. It's an easy question, but like six months ago, would you even, would you even have predicted that that would be your answer? No, I would not. I would have said theory because he was doing the right stuff. And we were getting over on him after the uh, fail cash into a win of the U.S. title. When he did that thing, we were we were getting over on him. And now we're not. Yeah. And I'm kind of getting over on the guns. And I really like Bullet Club Gold because they keep winning. And I picked it and it got me the belt. Oh, well. This got Guns up. 4.75 beers. And then the main event. Oh my God, what a match. I this love was Orange. awesome. I love Orange Cassidy. Yeah, I'm over. I'm I'm there. It it this whole title reign has been amazing. It's one of the best title reigns I can ever remember. I'm all there, dude. What about his new catchphrase? And and the fact I love that. that he doesn't have a catchphrase. I love it. <laughs> it's so it, it works for his character. It really does. So he does way less of Hold on, Chad, because so did everything else he's done for the yeah, past but, four years. Okay, so like when he first starts, he started every match with the hands in the pockets and he'd come out and do the stupid kicks. Nowadays, he doesn't do as much of that. No, he does it once. He does it or tries it once a match, but it's not once. Right in the beginning. Exactly. Not right in the beginning. So is that it's not centered thing? around that gimmick? It's like that's a part of the gimmick. Yeah. Right. And I just like that it's toned down enough that I can like it really shows how good of a wrestler is outside of of that. So for you, it's like they found the sweet spot during this title reign. Yes. Yes. I love two other things about Orange Cassidy. I love the single pyro. Yes. And I love his entrance video. There was um, I think during all in, he got a second one. Yeah. Yeah, he got two. But the single pyro and then the entrance video with like all like the the Input cool king insert insert, yeah. insert thing here thing here yeah something like that from whatever <laughs> yeah, from wherever wing whatever yeah oh, I love it I'm I hope we continue to see more of him I mean we've we I mean I, I don't see any reason why we wouldn't see more of him um especially after that title reign the fans are so fucking over on him right now yeah um, they have to capitalize with a couple good rivalries and then maybe it's title shot. Yeah, like um, the TBS title or the TNT title. No, like the title. title. I think he needs to go after world title. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I have a question about John Moxley in this match, so or not not for the match specifically, but like, so he's now the international championship, or he's now the international champion. Um, do either of you really give a fuck? No, I haven't given a fuck about John Moxley in a, a while. I wouldn't say I don't give a fuck. I do like John Moxley. Is John Moxley the stalest wrestler in, in wrestling right now? No, Austin Theory. Um, Austin Theory doesn't really have a character. That's what makes him stale. That's my point. John Moxley hasn't been exciting for me in a while. I'll say that much. John Moxley in the ring can be stale when he's not in death matches because he's a death match wrestler. And AEW puts him on TV and doesn't have him death match wrestle. Like this week, this week his match sucked. Well, yeah, I, AR Fox really was the only thing in that match worth watching. I skipped it. I didn't even watch it. No, AR it. Fox got crowd chants for him. The cha- the fans were chanting for AR Fox in that match. I think, well, yeah, that makes sense because Fox is a heel. <laughs> yeah, so was AR Fox like 15 minutes ago. You know, He's not <laughs> now, Chad. Yeah, because Darby Allen hugged him. Yeah. yeah, what a cool hug. The swerve was mean. 
and you know swerve was good this week too um yeah i i'm excited for that when we get to it uh anything else for the show i just want to point out how how great this fucking main event was i know you said it but like holy shit this is the moxley that i need he moxley puts on matches like this i'll do it all day he didn't bleed he yeah very surprising he is a mvp for sure like he puts on matches like this and i'm all for it so um this got two and a half beers and this pay-per-view finishes with correct me if i'm wrong chad 37 and a quarter beers that is correct um did you do you know where that where that puts it? Is that top uh, five? Top five. It is top five. I don't remember if it's three or five. I can't remember. It's an odd number. It's not one. But definitely not four. The, I think it's three, if I remember correctly. Wow. I think there's like a 40, a 39, and then this one. No, there's two 39s. I know that. Well, then this is fifth then. Jesus. Yeah, fifth sounds right. You've come a long way. I remember when we first started the show in that WrestleMania 13 at like 14 and a half total beers was the number one show for quite some time. And, and now we did an AEW show. AEW has just blown everything out. I, I mean, the, the drinking game was made for the WWE. The drinking game was made before AEW was even a thing. And AEW has just taken this and it's made it so that I can't play the drinking game for AEW pay-per-views. And it's, well, we're never going to get into. Are we ever going to get into ECW pay per views? Because oh no, Fuck if that. not, then like <laughs> that might get crazy. I'm gonna go with no. Okay. Yeah, I'd really rather watch like Ring of Honor pay per views or Impact yeah. or something else than well, watch fucking. We'll probably end up watching the uh, the one night only pay per view. Well, yeah, that's WWE. Yeah, but it's also ECW. Yeah, it's like PG ECW though. I've yeah. seen it before. It's more like an extreme rules card than it is an ECW show, but yeah. All right. Um, all right, let's get into the weekly recap. Uh SmackDown. Anything to say? It was before no. no, I I pretty much don't care about SmackDown or uh Collision because we had shows after that. The only thing I have to say is Jimmy Uso got new music and then his graphic had three M's in it. So it was Jimmy Uso. That's pretty the only much. other thing I have is, is the Bobby Lashley promo with the Street Profits. Huge fan of this gimmick. This needs to be the n- number one thing on SmackDown. I need this all the time. It, I think it will be moving forward. See, I feel like I watched SmackDown, but I don't remember that. So maybe I didn't watch SmackDown. Like we are in the midst of WWE's like this is the shitty time of year where no one really gives a fuck about WWE until the until the rumble comes around. Oh, Survivor Series build is always good. <sighs> it's usually good. It's yeah, just, I would agree. Usually it's really good. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with Chad. I'm very excited for Hurt Business 2.0. I really want them to add Mellow. Or Mellow. Or Trick. Skip or Trick. Mellow. Dude. Trick is so good. I wouldn't know. He's better on the mic. He's not as good in the ring, but he's but better on the Mello, mic. If Melo joins the stable, he doesn't need to be the mic person. He can just throw in a few lines here and there. Well, I mean, Bobby's never been the mic person. I think it should be all five. Angelo Dawkins is not a mic person. I personally think it should be all five of them and Trick be the mic person. And he wrestles. That would be awesome. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. If they do war games this year, this faction should be involved. 
I just don't know who they would go against. It would be a makeshift team, I would assume. Now, I kind of want a Judgment Day versus someone else faction, like four of Judgment Day. Lashley's team. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hear me out, Chad. Sign me the fuck up for Dirty Dom in a War Games match. Oh. That was sarcasm. Um, Moving on. What about Collision? Um, the only thing I had was Tony Khan feared for his life. He yep. didn't ask for Rampage. Do you, you have Rampage you notes, Chad? I watched Rampage. I didn't have any notes. It was bad. Collision, though. Why'd you even bring it up? (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Yeah, Tony Khan stared at us blankly, not blinking, and then told us he was scared. I was scared. He feared for his life. I was scared scared that he wasn't blinking. I'm scared (laughs) anytime Tony Khan stares at me. He's a fucking robot. He's one of the most inorganic people I've ever seen. But... Here's my thing is last week I gave a lot of shit to Tony Khan for not being a man and being a huge bitch. And nope, a day after all of that, after I said all that, he does fire CM Punk, granted in in a in a bitch fashion. But yeah, because then he fucking talked about it on on air. He at least No, I think that's a good idea. He you, at least you think so? Talk. Yeah, I, I think he should have talked about it. I think so too because it got all of the booze and CM Punk chants out on Collision. Yeah, when he said that he was basically attacked and feared for his life, they stopped. They stopped chanting for him. Yeah. Like in that promo, he convinced the crowd not to want to cheer for CM Punk. Like I almost—it's probably not a good idea to say promo, but like when his with his explanation, he told the fans what he saw from the situation and convinced them not to chant for CM Punk. So like, I think he he succeeded where he tried. I did think it's I, I still though like I just laughed my ass off when I watched because I didn't watch collision, but I watched the clip. I just I just thought it was hilarious just listening to him say he feared for his life. Like his life was actually in danger. It just was not. Well, I heard like extra backstage story that, that no one can fucking confirm or not. But like CM Punk like lunged at him. It caused like fucking TV cameras to like our TV monitors to fall on Tony Khan and like CM Punk's like screaming at him, trying to choke him out too, saying how much this place sucks, and he's gonna. He yeah, wants he to walked. Put- he walked up to Tony Khan and all the rest of the production staff, and he was like, "I'll choke you out, and I'll choke you out." <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Hi, <laughs> Chad. Oh, up, you dude. kill me sometimes, Joe. Grow up. I have an illness. What illness? I don't know. I didn't go to medical. If it, people say if it, it is the doctor. If it is uh if it is covid you're a better man than i because the one i took an at-home test and uh i didn't i came back negative oh i was gonna say if it was you're you're a better man than i because we didn't record the week that i had it because i felt that bad no i felt like such shit like two hours ago i almost told you i wasn't gonna be here but here i am yeah well we appreciate you as much shit as we give you chad we love you oh y'all are the best uh i have almost no collision notes though unfortunately making oh that was the only collision note i had was tony khan fearing yeah i don't give a shit about collision it happened it happened before the show and we talked about the show already so let's get to it kind of sucked so we opened the raw with the fourth inning of the bloodline story which is uh jay uso showing up on raw and jimmy uso being on smackdown um which if i'm gonna be honest if we're gonna get like a couple months of jimmy doing his own thing and jay doing his own thing and I'm that's what we're calling the fourth inning i'm all for it yeah like i actually really liked the storyline on raw where they like everyone was like upset with jimmy or with jay 
and like he's got all these enemies backstage. Oh yeah. That's a cool storyline to go with. And now he's got to prove himself that he's he's you know either prove himself in a match against his he's got like or prove himself in a match as a can they coexist tag team. And I'm honestly I would be there for that. You know, I'm all, right. all for the storyline. Yeah, I like this. What about what about the Jey Uso uh Trade? Theme music, the theme music remix? I like it more than the original, I think. It's got a lot more bass. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, I have no real opinion. All right. Let's talk about what actually matters is that Jey Uso, even though he quit SmackDown, SmackDown still is getting some kind of resolution for Jay now being on Raw. Yeah, they have to send somebody to SmackDown to on the roster to make up for him. Who, who is going? Who? Tommaso Ciampa. You think Ciampa? That's the internet rumor I saw today. And then it can't be a main event person. I know people on the internet wanted Cody to be the one. It can't. That is not work. It would make sense. Cody Rhodes. It can't be Cody. It cannot that be Cody. My, that was my first thought, so that Mania Forty could main event could happen. But I just don't want Cody to win the Rumble again. Yeah, that's why I'm. I'm still like I think it might still be Cody because we were, we got to prep for that. Chad Gable. No. But, no, because then he wouldn't be with uh, Maximum Male Models anymore. Or, uh, Alpha Academy. Alpha anymore. Academy. Holy shit. I honestly Free. I have no idea because I haven't thought about this at all because I didn't hear it. I must have yeah, skipped like, over when they were talking about that. Adam There's Pierce backstage Adam Pierce and Jey Uso Comet. Was that the thing where Jey Uso interrupted Mia Yim? No. No. Uh, that, was so here, that was Jimmy. It, would, okay. it would make sense if we're being honest. Like Cody Rhodes. If, if you go back to payback on Saturday, he says, I pulled a few strings, pulled like used whatever backstage politics I had to right a wrong that happened on SmackDown. So now introducing the new member of the Raw roster. That does make a then, lot of sense. Ooh, so yeah. Okay. So if he used whatever fucking political power he had, it makes sense for Cody to be the one that trades over to the other. Well, that doesn't make sense. That's like trading Aaron Rodgers for the third string quarterback of the Lions. You're talking about main event. Oh, it's Jay Uso. Jay Uso, not Jay Uso is not it's, Cody it's, Rhodes. It's, it's you're, you're right. Jay Uso is so far below Cody Rhodes. And that's not to dime on Jay Uso. He's a main eventer. No, he, I he no, he's not. He almost um, beat Roman Reigns. No, he the, didn't. Um Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. He's pinned Roman Reigns. Has I don't Cody know. ever I, pinned Roman I watched, Reigns? I watched a 30 minute match and fell asleep for most of it. I don't, I don't know so what good. actually happened. Jay Uso is not Cody Rhodes. Like, I have a question. Fan, fandom. You're like, I've, no I've, way. I have a question because I don't remember, but I think that I think the answer is no. Was Cody on Raw this week? No, no. but he did get announced as being there next week. Probably to announce, probably to say goodbye. Yeah, probably say deuces, bitches. Well, we'll, we'll be there to find out. Ooh. We have uh, we're going to Monday Night Raw, so we'll see what we happens. We are going to midnight Monday Night Raw. We just don't know where we're sitting yet. Yeah. Um, where where are you guys going to do signs? I have at least one sign I'll bring. Nice. I know which one that is. Chad, are you gonna are you gonna make a sub Mysterio sign? No, I know I got time for that. Do you still have your we want to time between sign? now and Monday? Yeah, I have a lot going on between now and Monday. Like what? Uh, Auburn plays on Saturday. I got to work tomorrow. Um, yeah, tomorrow gotta, Friday. A lot of people have I work. Can, tomorrow. I got to work on Monday. What about Sunday? Um, 
I gotta watch the Cowboys game. Okay. Football. So while yeah, that's that the Cowboys play at eight. Okay, so what he's do you got kids between noon he, and eight? He's got kids, he needs this job. <laughs> they nap, maybe not all simultaneously. No, all only right. the younger two nap. Can we just can we just get into Chad's uh three best minutes of NXT or, or are we still talking about Raw? I have two oh, more things for Raw. Raw. I have three more things for Raw. Yeah, go ahead. Keep talking have, about them. Uh I have a theory about Drew McIntyre. I okay. want to see how y'all feel. Uh, I think this whole Drew Riddle, Drew and Riddle thing is literally just to turn Drew heel. Yeah. That's and I a, think that really? it's to set up Drew versus Seth at Survivor Series or Royal Rumble. I like that. But some major pay-per-view after we turn Drew heel, it's going to be against Seth Rollins. It, that is going to be a fucking banger. And yeah, I would not be shocked if that's where he drops the t- Seth drops the title. To Drew? To Drew. Who does Drew they... face at Mania then if if Brock oh. Lesnar? No, oh, I have no idea. Brock no, I don't have no I have no idea, but um I have no idea, but I wouldn't mind a triple. I mean, I'm just saying I'm just saying I wouldn't be shocked by it, is all. Okay. Yeah, I don't hate that other than the Brock stuff. Um I've got uh let's see what are, what are the thoughts on the purple money in the bank briefcase. Okay, so first they get the new money in the bank briefcase and then later on you see like Finn helping Damien take the contract out of the green one and put it in the purple one. I got concerned. I'm very concerned. I think that there's going to be some foul play between Finn and Damien and Damien's not cashing this in. I just don't know how we're getting Damien on this title. And I think we're going to have some funky shit with this fucking belt and this briefcase and the Damien and Finn and the purple and the green and the contract and no contract. I mean, now that they're tag champs, I think Priest is going to hold this thing until after Mania. Oh, yeah. I would. I think the minute they introduced the purple one, that was locked in stone that we are getting a very, very long uh, Mr. Money in the Bank. Like Senor. If if you were if you were gonna go along with the Brock Lesnar versus Drew at Mania thing and Lesnar wins, I could see Priest cashing in the very next night after I don't know Drew retaliates on Brock after he comes out and d- cuts a promo or something. Drew kicks his ass and then Priest comes out, hits a finisher, and wins. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. Just keep on building up for a couple of months and then. Yeah, build them all the way through Mania and then have them cash in Monday Night After Mania where I'm there in the crowd to see it all. It sounds like you're going to have a lot of fun with that. I mean, we're going to have a lot of fun in Mania. That's very true. I'm going to have fun with Mania. My front what, row seats. What, what do y'all feel about this Gunther versus Chad Gable match? It was Great. awesome. Here's my only complaint. They showed the crying kids. His crying kids. It was awesome. And then Gunther fucking made fun of them. Yeah. <laughs> I would not shown his actual kids crying. That bothered me. My complaint is that now my long term book, my long term booking, it's almost impossible for it to come true now. See, I wanted Gable to win until they announced it for the Monday before he would have beaten the record, or he yeah. will beat the record. Yeah. So that's unfortunate. I, this match ruled. Gunther won. If this match was after. He had already broken the record. Gable wins for sure. I think. Yeah. Dude, the crowd was so fucking into this. The crowd stood up for the last ten minutes of Raw. Just yeah. All standing. Oh. No one sitting. Everyone on the edge of their fucking seats. Like 
breath taken away by some of the shots and the events happening when gable hit his fucking chaos theory the crowd for sure thought this thing was fucking over i didn't but i didn't either but the crowd was so into it that's because they're stupid i was gotten a couple times where i was like oh my god are they gonna rob gunther of this are they gonna leave honky tonk man as the longest reigning <laughs> honky tonk man was really good okay <laughs> yeah he's a he's he, all those five-star matches that honky tonk man had he's Does, a honky tonk man doesn't honky tonker turn at at this royal rumble that yep, we're gonna 2001 watch royal rumble yeah. that's a fact we're about to see honky tonk man spoilers well i wouldn't have said it if he hadn't said it <laughs> I, 22 I, I've, just, spoilers. I, I've i've watched this rumble before i think we all this have. is the one where honky tonk comes back for a momentary appearance um so was was gunther versus chad gable the best thing on raw or was it the cena that we couldn't see oh dude that was the worst that was hilarious i don't know what the fuck you're talking about joe did you not think it was funny i thought it was corny as shit (laughs) it's clever it's miz it's miz being miz so i love it it was clever it was like him hitting the skull crushing finale just on the air it was at first, because I was kind of watching it and be, like, um, I was watching it like on pretty low volume. I don't remember what else I was doing at the time. Oh, it was I was watching it on Tuesday and I was doing my my home my home league fantasy football draft. So it, the the volume was very low, and I was like, oh shit, John Cena's on Raw because I hadn't looked at the results yet. And then and then like I couldn't hear anything anyone was saying, but I got it right away. I was like, oh my god, Miz is doing a Oh, John Cena's here. You just can't see him thing. Dude, the, the cameraman did all the angles you would normally get all from an things. entrance. It was so all good. the camera angles. It was so good. It was well put together. Yo, you really didn't think it was funny? I smirked. I didn't laugh out loud. Yo, you can tell us no. Like you can tell us you didn't think it was funny. I smirked, but uh, but it was more of an embarrassment. Like, <laughs> like a, why, a, am I a wrestling fan? Yeah. <laughs> I know something big happened on these shows because my wife only follows like certain things on social media from wrestling. So it has to be something really fucking big for her to see it. And this video of him doing the school crushing finale on air broke the internet on Tuesday. <laughs> like broke the internet. She saw it so many times. So when I started watching it this like this afternoon, actually, is when I watched Finish Raw and saw it, she was like, oh, you got to watch this part. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've already seen a clip. John Cena's not really there. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's move off of Raw. Let's get to Chad's three best things from NXT. Then we'll do Dynamite and close out. Chad, what do you have from NXT this week? I have a feeling I know what one of the things is, but all right. number three. Number three, the lowest of the three, but still good. I enjoyed the Braun Breaker Von Wagner match. I know you're going to be like, why? Von Wagner's getting over with the fans, which like puts some added element. Yeah, the crowd loves him in uh, full sale. Or sorry, what's in it called CWC, now? CWC, those people CWC. are morons. No, I know. I agree with you. But like Didn't them being anything, into it changes the match. Anybody that they cheer for, it doesn't matter. Anybody that no, they I, do, it doesn't matter, Chad. I know, but it, cha- it changes the match. Robots. She's like, you're a slut for crowds. I'm a slut for crowds. They were really over oh, on Von Wagner. That's not a crowd. That's a bunch of fucking robots, and they suck. Uh. But Baron Corbin did commentary for the match. They these guys really were just hitting hard. 
I enjoyed it. And then it ended with this like steel step crushing the head scene that like broke the internet today. A lot of people are reporting it's real. What's uh, like it's not real. Like Joe sent me the picture and the video. It's clearly not real. Did you think but, it was real? Uh, I saw reports today that Von Wagner did have to get seen by medical, but I also saw a report that said that that might not have been related to the incident, so I couldn't tell you if I thought it was or wasn't. But the fact that the screen went black meant I knew that this set, the set was planned, you know? Yeah. I knew it was planned, but I didn't know what happened. So, like, did, were you thinking that, like, maybe Braun fucked it up and he actually... Yeah, that's what I thought. No. Just no. He did not fuck it up. He actually did a good job with it, and Von Wagner's fine, but they're just putting him more over with the crowd by having to get injured. Von Wagner's big on NXT. Just get over it. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm for it, but well, if I needed another reason to not watch NXT, there you go. Uh what's your number two? Uh I'll give you the props. I, I didn't want it to happen. I fucking hate that it's happening, but I'll put it at number two because it's very important. Becky Lynch is showing up next week on NXT and she did her promo. Oh. She, um I don't like it necessarily, but it is the second most important thing on the show. Um which is dumb She's, because she won. Why would she, why would she be going after Tiffany Stratton and not Rhea Ripley? It doesn't make any sense. No, she's going straight. She's going next week is a title match between her and Tiffany Stratton. No build, immediate going straight for the title next week. Regardless, I don't think. Here's my opinion on this. I think she could use a little bit of time away from Monday Night Raw. I, I was expecting it to be. I was expecting it to be like just off TV in general, but this is fine too. Like she spends a little time away from Monday Night Raw and she makes her return before Mania and now she's exciting again. That's all she needs is just some time time away. And if this is how they want to do it to finally give her the NXT championship, I'm fine with it. I don't think she's going to win. I don't think she's going to win. I don't think she is right now. I think she whole, will win the, whole, the title I mean, off of Tiffany. The whole point of the main roster people going down to NXT to fight uh, like higher up NXT talent is to see if they are ready for the main roster. That's why Becky's going down there to fight Tiffany Stratton is because it's literally just to put Tiffany Stratton immediately over. She is, she is prime. It'll put her over and she is primed for uh, a main roster call up once she loses that title. That's all they're doing. It's, it's an assessment. Well, hopefully Trish shows up too and absolutely beats the like destroys her, and then she has to take some time off. I, I think Trish is gone. I think she. I do gone. too. I do too. I'm just I'm just thinking of a way to like keep Becky off Raw for a while. I I have a great thing that would have kept her off Raw for a while. Have her fucking lose the steel cage match. No, because that keeps the rivalry going. Fuck that. Um. Last but not least, I said it last week. The best thing NXT is doing right now is the fucking Heritage Cup tournament, the Global Heritage Tournament. Butch and Axiom had a match this week. Ooh. Ended in a draw, and it was fucking awesome. It was 12 oh. minutes of awesome. Like a time... Wait, the, the time limit is 12 minutes? 12 minutes. My goodness. And right. Butch and Axiom did not stop for 12 straight minutes. I like that. And it was so fucking good. I like... I like They're it. setting up Butch versus Tyler Bate in that group. Mm. They're in the same group. Butch and Tyler Bate is two weeks group? from now. What about the, the other group? Has the other group kind of sucks. It's like Akira Tozawa, Nathan Frazier, uh, Duke Hudson, and who beat Tyler or Nathan Frazier last week? Oh. Nathan Frazier's great. Nathan Frazier lost in week one. Mustafa? 
No, he he lost to Joe Coffey. Joe Coffey's the fourth one. Oh. oh. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't see how anyone – I don't see how it's going to be – I don't see how it's not going to be Nathan Frazier versus either Bate or Butch. No, I agree. But to get there, it's going to be exciting and enjoyable. And they're doing it over such a slow period. I'm only getting like two matches a week. They're not overdoing it. They're both quality matches every week. They're like mixing in upsets. Joe Coffey beating Nick Fra- uh, Nathan Frazier was an upset. I didn't expect a time limit draw in the Axiom match. They're but keeping it fresh. You can do that in something like this where it's round robin before you get to the, the finals. Yeah, they're doing exactly like New Japan does it. Your yeah. top people in that bracket are still going to lose a match here or there. They're going to have draws in there to throw in a weird fucking like I've I've said this before. Systems. I've said this before is that American wrestling needs a G1 esque tournament. And we're unfortunately getting it on NXT mere weeks after I stopped watching it every week. But but maybe it's like a a, a door opening to like doing it on a major show. If it it's successful if it and it gets good feedback, maybe they do it on SmackDown for the you know US title. Instead exactly. of the World Cup or whatever it's it is they've been doing. Yeah, that one that thing sucks. Yeah, that was bad. Okay. Um, all right. What about dynamite? All right. Before we get into dynamite, um, I read a funny tweet. Uh so apparently Ace Steel has been released by AEW as of today. What? Crazy. The only reason he was there was because CM Punk was there. Uh yeah. So classic. I read a funny tweet. It was from six hours ago. It says Tony Khan reportedly laid out a line of 12 bacon flavored dog treats in a hallway for Ace Steel to follow. And after eating the last one, he looked up and saw a pink slip on the door. And and they <laughs> they they fake said it was reported by Fightful. <laughs> Did Sean Ross Sapp say, "Oh yeah, can confirm this is true" or something like that? that I didn't I didn't see that, but that would make me laugh a lot. <laughs> I wish he did more satire like that. Like he just confirmed like these obviously very fake stories so that yeah. just to get clicks like that would be hilarious yeah i i think he's a little more in in uh has a little bit more integrity than that when it comes to yeah srs srs did say pw insider has reported that a steel was released by aw his agreement upon return was originally run until september 2024 so hmm. he it was supposed to go for at least another year interesting all right. Um, what do we have for dynamite? I skipped all the matches. I just watched the promos. I didn't even finish it. I still have like forty minutes left. Joseph, dynamite. Yeah, I did finish it. Um, I thought dynamite was really good. I enjoyed almost every bit of it. So they almost have the every. they have the war or not the World Cup, but the World Title Eliminator Tournament where the winner faces MJF at Grand Slam. That's yeah. this week. Yes, uh, I think it's only tonight, and then uh, there's matches on Rampage. First round matches on Rampage, and then Collision is the semifinals, and then the finals are at Grand Slam or something like that. I don't, I don't remember. No, Maybe finals, next week on Dynamite. Finals, I think, are next week on Dynamite because then. Yeah, I th- yeah, I think you're right. Because then the following week is Grand Slam, but like, yeah, is it not? Is it isn't it like super obvious that Roderick Strong is winning this? Yeah, it's just really obvious. Roddy's yeah, it's pretty fucking obvious. Or he loses in the finals of the tournament. That's what I want to happen. I fucking hate him. You don't really hate him. I don't. I don't hate him as a person. I I. You just hate him right now. I hate him right now. You're just upset because he lost you the belt. 
I'm getting over it. All right. I'm getting over it. But just let me can can a can a person grieve? I mean, you that are was, just getting really fucked by these fucking. That was a whole title change of pay per views. Just bullshit, dude. Bullshit. The title's already had, changed. Since you would have only had one more week as unless you guys did tie. But I calculated. I got two more points than he did. Okay, then yeah, you would have only had one more week as champ. I honestly add, keep track of the score. I just add, told Chad that he won. Add this to my reign, to my title history that I had a one week title reign. You're the fucking Charlotte player of this game, dude. Yeah, doesn't matter. Had sex. You win and you lose. Yep. If you're Dylan, you just lose. We should. I'm, we should. Cre- the, we should I'm create the a Sasha, money in the, bank. the Sasha Banks. I just get injured and then I have to give up the title or something. We should create like a money in the bank cash in or something like that. I'm not the Sasha Banks. She's like a however many time champion. I'm the. Uh, oh, what am I? I'm the Mister Perfect. Never Austin. Never won the big one. You're du- you're the Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, you're or the Cody Rhodes. I'm the Cody. I'm the, Cody the story. I'm the Cody Rhodes. I need to finish my story at WrestleMania 40. Oh shit, that would be poetic. Uh, I hope Chad anyway. is the champion walking. I hope I don't win it until WrestleMania 40, and Chad walks in until WrestleMania 40 as champ, brings the belt with him. Where is it to Mania? And yeah, and then I win. You're you're having to take it all the way back to the hotel. You know, have fun with that. I'll wear it around my waist. Wear my waist proudly. Can you fit it around your waist? Ooh. Why did you say that? That's mean. Sounds like something I could do. Anyway. You look great. Uh, what do you want to talk about about Dyn- with Dynamite? The MJF and Samoa Joe promo? Yeah. So, did I don't think this was MJF's best stuff. No. He it just might have been Samoa Joe's best stuff in a while. He just called him fat the whole time. Um, they also talked about WWE. Uh, Samoa, like... MJF in one of his lines uh, for uh, while calling him fat, he said, like, you heard my music and you thought it was an ice cream truck. Samoa Joe makes a reference to uh, how the last time he he knew anything about an ice cream truck, he was uh, number one on the other company's network, referring to his his show on Peacock. Just a metal. Yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty uh, that was pretty clever. Uh, they talked about William Regal. They talked about the shove on NXT and all that stuff. Yeah. So I mean, it was good. It just it's not. It, I didn't think it lived up to a classic MJF promo, but it was still oh, good. Oh yeah, and then the the uh, Mac Max is gonna kill you, Chance. Oh, yeah. A la Joe is gonna kill you. Yeah. Well, they started with Joe's gonna kill you, Chance, when Joe came out. Yeah. But by the end of the promo. They were chanting, Max is going to kill you. Yeah. Um, let's see. I don't really know what else we want to talk about. The We could do the Swerve and Hangman promo. Swerve absolutely just destroyed Hangman on the mic. I haven't seen that yet. Was it good? Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. He basically also called him fat and stale. That's true. <laughs> I mean, Hangman Adam Page has kind of gotten stale. But he also called him fat. <laughs> uh, that's kind of rude. I love Swerve. Fat. He told him he gained weight. Prince Nana Swerve. made me laugh a whole lot. Yeah, it was. It was he it was he really came weird. out and he started doing his dance, and it was just stupid. He looked stupid. Yeah, if that's what we're gonna go towards for this October pay per view that AEW is gonna do, that's inevitably gonna cost fifty more dollars. Thankfully, Joe bought all out. It's just I'm not a fan of uh, Swerve's entrance music. I love it. I it do kinda, like it. It kind of seems like it supports drunk driving. I could see that. 
I'm pretty sure his the lyrics are, yeah, I swerve when I drive. Yeah, I swerve when I drive. And I was like, this Actually, guy drives drunk. This should be Jeff Hardy's entrance music. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what he's talking about. But okay. Oh, Jesus, the Jeff Hardy jokes never end. You know, it was a joke. Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy getting eliminated pretty early in the tag team battle royale. Why does he always do this with his fucking mic, Dylan? I don't know. Thankfully, I don't have a mic in my hand. So I you can't blame me. So it was Chad. It was definitely Chad. I don't know what y'all are talking about. You just like stick the microphone on you on both of your hands and you just fondle it until we get t- like sick of hearing it. Look, uh-huh, I got we love you and we adore you. So we just like we just like to pick on you. I got nothing else for dynamite or this week. Nothing? Yeah, I mean there was the fucking Sex gods. Uh, Nick Wayne thing. There was sex god thing. I was going to talk about the La Sex gods and the Nick Wayne stuff. I kind of um, miss what happened in the La Sex gods match. I saw that they won, but then they were mad at each other, and I kind of missed what happened because we started the pot around the time I was watching that. Yeah, I like I said, I skipped all the matches, but like I don't know what's going to happen here. But they what won- happened that they're upset about? I I don't I know. Don't, I don't remember. I wasn't very much paying attention when I was watching. I, don't think- I was. I think I was cooking when Sammy was pissed. Time. Yeah. Yes. So I I I also think that my long term booking for Jericho's retirement is gonna. Oh yeah, that's his retirement match for sure. Oh, it's definitely his retirement match. But I think I'm wrong about how we get there. I don't, I don't even think I I think I think Chad has more of his odds are better of how they get there than mine, where they go for the titles, lose, and then one of them does an injury angle, probably Jericho. Or no, Sammy, because of the kid. Jericho turns on Sammy. Yeah, yeah, destroys him. And then Sammy's out until... Yeah, I think that's the way to go. Until like Rebellion or something. Revolution? All all in next year. Sure. Rebellion? You call it Revolution, I'll call it Rebellion. No one actually cares. Either way, the retirement match is going to be at all in. Okay, sure. Um, And then the Nick Wayne stuff. Uh, What do you mean the Nick Wayne stuff? What did I miss here? It wasn't that exciting. It was really just the main event. Darby versus Nick Wayne in the in a tournament match for the chance to go at the AEW championship. My only problem with this was like, why the fuck is Nick Wayne in this tournament? Because like, he's new. He's a good wrestler, but he is nowhere near a contender that should be in a tournament to face MJF. I mean, we I, I feel like everyone knew he was gonna lose this match, but like still. I think it's just like they're going to tease this Nick Wayne heel turn, but like Nick Wayne needs to, I think he just needs to be on Rampage a lot and just, you know, get a little bit of exposure to TV. He's he's 18. Like, yeah. Why are we running storylines for the 18 year old kid? Yeah. There's so many other wrestlers that could be getting some shine and he just, he doesn't. You know, Hook's like 39 and one and not in this tournament. And Nick Wayne's like two, two and one. Yeah, but fuck Hook. Jesus, I didn't know that's how you felt about him. Because he didn't show yeah. up for the battle royal. No, I, don't, I just don't give a shit about him. Well, I'm just saying, if you're going to use like stats or like what someone's done on the show, which is somebody that fucking makes sense. Nick Wayne doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. Nick I, Wayne has like four matches under his belt and has lost three of them. Yeah. Did he lose to Darby Allen in this match? Yes. So he's like one four and no. But he was good. In good. So yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't really have anything else for Dynamite. Um, let's close out 
next week. We've talked about it a couple times already, but we've got Royal Rumble 2001. I'm very excited. I've watched the Royal Rumble match before. I don't think I've watched the rest of the pay-per-view before. I can't remember. We'll see. I mean, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. I mean, it's a Royal Rumble. It's one of the best Rumbles of all time. Um, I'm just and I'm just interested to see if if they're able to get Big Show out of the ring. But if not, he's my pick to win. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I I've watched this recently actually. Ooh, okay. Uh, and then we'll have the weekly recap. Uh, Chad's beat three best things from NXT. Uh, WWE's building towards Fastlane and AEW. I guess we're building towards this October pay per view Wrestle Dream. That's what it's called. Um, yeah, sure, that'll be fun. We will see. Uh, as always, you can follow us on social media at DDT Wrestle Pod. We've been the Drunk Dudes, Dylan, Joe, and Chad. And we'll catch you on down the road. Drink it.